Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown, our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast amongst friends from around the country. Been doing this for four and a half years now. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. We got Bill Risser down in St. Pete, Florida. Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. And back across the bay from Bill is Anthony Malfronte in Tampa. Bill, is it four and a half years or is it five and a half years? I think it's more closer to five and a half because I just hit my sixth anniversary of the podcast. Yeah. And, and we started this, you know, like maybe eight months into so we've, been, uh, we've been talking sports for four and a half years and then we had a year where we had to make up like favorite Beatles songs and things like that <laughs> during COVID. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, but we started, yeah. remember it was masters leading into masters week of 2016 is when this podcast started. Yeah. So back on uh, blab, we talked on blab, I believe. Oh my gosh. That's right. Oh man. <laughs> there's, there's like six people, no, three people that know what that means. <laughs> right. So how are you, Bill? Good no, weekend? I'm doing good. It's uh you know, getting ready for uh, a lot of stuff coming up. And, and this past weekend, I had uh, 12 of the finest holes of golf you'll ever see. Uh, I was three over. Well, after, you said 12. 12, yeah. Three over, three over oh. for 12 holes. Pretty good, right? Yeah. So that's all we're going to talk about. Um, because after that, I went double, 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 bogey, par, double to shoot even. 24 right on my quota. And the winner was plus four. I really threw away a lot of money by just a, a tough, yeah. tough finish. Yeah, Four of a kind is good, but not when they're all doubles. Not in the last six holes. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not very good. And I let Rick Schaub sneak past me and win our, you know, our team, you know, the little inside game amongst us by a point. So, so was that like uh, nine through 14 or what holes? were No, it, uh, so on um, the first double came on eight. And that actually was about 160 out a long third shot and pulled it into the stuff, hit it, struck it well, but just pulled it nine. I, I went for a hero shot instead of laying up. I asked Anthony and Rick, should I just lay up here? And they went, no, go for it. I'm like, okay. I just listened to <laughs> probably would have been better to punch out to about 110 and try to get up and down or at least get a bogey. Uh, 10 ate me up off the tee. Uh, 11. I, I, I bogeyed, I parred 12, had a really good drive on 12 and knocked it on the green, had a birdie putt and just, you know, left it short and parred it. And then 13, um, those damn ducks on 13 got me. And I, I, uh, <laughs> my approach shot, I pulled left. I was trying to hurry it up because the ducks were coming at me and I pulled it left in a bunker and left it in there twice. And, you know, it's I, not like I remember it or I'm really bitter about it, but it's something that'll never yeah. go away. It'll be with me for the rest of my life. I call it my Sean Carpenter moment on the golf course. I'm not ever going to forget it because you you have the memory of, you know, like a, a what's is there a superhero with an amazing memory? Did we have one? A cognitive man, I think. Um, uh, I've renamed it Cartman. Cognitive man, is that what he said? Yes. It's Cartman. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, cognitive anyways. man, cognitive man, cognitive man. Hey. Uh, Photographic Todd, memory man. How's it going for you, Todd? Good, good. It was a good, nice, relaxing, long weekend. Um, watched a ton of sports. Uh, the doubles team that I'm on, but uh, can't crack the lineup because they're so darn good. Uh, they won cities on Saturday, double A three, which is um, pretty much as good as you can get. So, wow. although I'll be plates in ten years, I won't remember that I didn't play. But um, I'll just currently on the uh, <laughs> on the mantle, right? Nice. Um, yeah, why not? Who cares, right? So, uh, yeah. great weekend, ton of sports, hanging out, um, just trying to enjoy summer's 
coming to an end. Uh, Kate goes back to school on Thursday, if you can believe that. Um, wow. Whoa. Trying to trying to enjoy summer, even though it officially goes to September 21st. Um, it, it feels like it's it's closing in on us a little bit. So August 5th is her first day of school? Yes, sir. Yep, Thursday. Wow. Gosh, teachers, reported, teachers reported today. Wow. So, kind of wild. Yeah. But they get out earlier than maybe some of the northern schools. Yeah, that's true. May. Yeah. 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 So, it, you know, it's great getting out early. It stinks going back. Uh, <laughs> going back. So. <laughs> but anyway, all, all's good here. Thanks, man. Well, how about you, bud? That was a, a nice week. Dylan and his uh, uh, Dylan was in town for three or four days uh, uh, with his new girlfriend. It was nice to meet her, and uh, and I I kind of messed up my knee a little bit. I know you guys saw some of the pictures of it got pretty swollen from doing close to nothing, and uh, so for part of the week I sat around. Uh, I did try to play golf on Sunday, which. Hindsight being 2020 was probably not my best move. Uh, I did. I, I hit some good shots and yeah. I just, I didn't have this stamina and there were certain lies where I knew I was just going to hit a big, big, bad pull. And those were my demise score wise, but a uh, good week at work. Uh, both Eric and Sarah got million dollar properties under contract. Uh, um, we had uh, five clothings um, and uh no, it's just uh, today, as I was telling you guys before we started, it was today was a day for me just to kind of recharge the batteries a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, the pace with, with with which we do things sometimes probably best for me anyway to, to take a day and recharge and slow down a little bit. And today was that day. So it was, uh, it was nice. All, overall, good. it was a good week. Good, man. Glad to hear that. And um, hope Greg had a good birthday on, on Friday. Yeah. Birthday celebration. Um, yeah, good weekend for me. Uh, played played pretty good on the back nine on Saturday to uh, kind of backdoor into the third flight club championship club champion role at my Ohio State golf course. I tell people, you know, winning the third flight is kind of like winning the spelling bee in West Virginia. Um, <laughs> nothing to be super proud of, but uh, but I, you know, as someone said, I think one of you guys maybe you got to just got to play the players in your flight, and if you win, and so uh, is your is luckily, your you know, space. The, in like the lower lot, way far away. Yeah, my, my parking. <laughs> yeah, I saw the saw the Uber from my parking space to the club. Yeah, ah, so. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, but uh, yeah, it was fun. And and um, the you know I didn't know this, but the new new USGA directives is um, rather than a hole by hole card, you know, matchup. It's back nine than front nine. So wow. um, my my back nine was strong. Um, made one of those incredible birdies that you're happy to write down the score, but how you got there? I pulled it left in the trees, played it you know, played a really, I had a little window if I went up high, but I had to hit a perfect shot. And you guys know, I don't hit the ball very high. So I just said, you know, just play it under the tree. And if you get short of the green, you can still maybe get up and down for par. And I hit like a perfect, you know, low four iron and bounced up and took the break and rolled up like a foot from the hole for a, for, for birdie. And um, that was on 15. And then I, of course, made my PBF on the next hole. That's the post birdie F up. Yep. And, uh, but, but say bogey and then went par bogey for 38 so it was fun uh and then sunday got rained out because callie uh not rained out had to back out because callie we had to take her to the vet all all's good she just uh she ate something that gave her a tummy ache and labs are notorious for they get really anxious when they have tummy aches and she literally did not sleep for more than 
maybe a five minute stretch at a time. And then she would roll over. She would just sit up and she'd, you know, then started puking. And so we took her to the OSU vet clinic, but bright side, because I was up with her, I watched the entire fourth round of the Olympic golf live. And we'll talk about it in just a second, but man, that not so much the finish, but the last four holes were great. And then the, the playoff was, was fun to watch. Um, Cause it was literally a who's who of, of, golf and every country was represented. So there wasn't like four people from one country. It was, it was kind of fun. Um, but guys, let's talk sports. We always start with championships. Going to put Todd on the hot seat first because uh, his passionate love of the CONCACAF Gold Cup uh, ended last night with a win by the Statesman. The U.S. team that I understand was kind of the B or C team beat Mexico's A team uh, one nothing uh, to, to, to host it. A trophy, Todd. You said it's always good to win a trophy in, in soccer, no matter what it is. Yeah, that's how the teams define their success, right? Uh, Liverpool on the wall has every trophy they've ever won with a number below it. How many times they won it? The FA Cup, uh, the League Cup, the uh, Premier League. So, um, yeah, this tournament started a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think we briefly have talked about it. It's North America versus uh, North America, Central America, and then a couple fill-in teams like Qatar was, uh, was in this tournament. Uh, they actually made the semis. Um, they actually won the Asia Cup. Uh, they're reigning Asia Cup champions. So they're uh, semi-legit. Semi who would have thunk it, right? So, um, but yeah, USA basically um, had their B and C players. Um, it's a great opportunity to get the younger guys to play. Um, a lot of the guys, uh, in the premier league and around the, all the other leagues in Europe, um, they're starting, I guess, premier league starts August 13th. So they're with their clubs getting ready for the season. Um, but if you remember about two, three months ago, maybe, maybe a couple more months ago, we won the, uh, CONCACAF nations cup and we beat Mexico. Um, but we had our A team there and beat Mexico, Mexico last night, lined up 10 of the 11 same starters. Um, that that lined up against the U.S. in the Nations Cup, and uh, in the 118th minute, they were in the second period of extra time. Uh, Atlanta United's Miles Robinson, uh, he's a defender, he headed the ball in, um, and we held on the last couple of minutes to avoid penalty kicks. So uh, USA, as you said, hoisted the Gold Cup, beating uh, beating a, a good Mexico team. So huge uh, huge victory for um, the good old USA. Do they do they do the same routine of the, the hoisting of the cup as every other champion? Is that yep. Oh, yep. they the, throw it up in the, the air? Captain gets right. it. They do the little bump. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, very cool. Um, and ironically, not ironically, um, just just to point out, Miles um, Robinson, who I said is plays for Atlanta United, they said he might get looks in Europe. He had such a good tournament. Um, wow. He played every minute. Um, really good in the air as a defender, which is important. You got to go uh, head the ball and and, and clear it uh, to. To, to thwart an oncoming attack. Um, but he played super well. So it's, it's great to have an unsung hero, not like one of the offensive guys score on a set piece uh, with, with his head late, late in the game to, to secure the victory. So fun tournament. I, I missed it already tonight. I was looking to on FS1 to see what games were on. And uh, of course there are none. So now did you watch any of it? I watched, oh, you watched uh, the whole game last night, right? I watched almost the whole game. Uh, I got into it at about the eight minute mark and watched it through the end. I, I tuned it on and I, I was just getting really tired from, from a long day of activities and being up the night before, but um, you know, for, for a, 
a novice fan like me, it was literally like, it seemed like for minutes at a time, it'd be all in our, in our end, you know, our goalie just, you know, and our defense knocking balls out. And all of a sudden you'd look up and we were kind of banging on their doorstep and there was a lot of shots taken. Um, a bunch that just kind of slid by us had a great chance. The guy's name is, I think Ariola. Um, he hit it off the yep. post. Um, you know, Mexico had a couple chances where it just either just was a, a the pass was a lead too early, but there was, it was some good action and it was in Vegas. Um, so it seemed to be Todd, a, a spirited crowd. I'm sure it was, I'm going to guess what 60, 40 us. Uh, yeah, yeah. That sounds probably about right. Maybe, maybe a little more in the U S support, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't 90, 10. That's for sure. Uh, you'll hear this term in soccer a lot. Now I think you'll agree with me. I, I think Mexico probably was the better side um, throughout the entire game. Um, but U.S. did what they had to do. Um, a lot of quote-unquote underdogs just kind of play to stay alive. And not necessarily you want to go to penalty kicks, but, um, you know, if before the match you said, hey, do you want to go to penalty kicks, U.S. may have said, let's let's just do it, right? Because, again, they had their up-and-coming young young players versus Mexico's A-team. So. Um, good for them. Huge win. Uh, USA, we've had a lot of disappointment in not qualifying for the World Cup, not qualifying for the Olympics. So to win these two CONCACAF tournaments, um, it's really good, really good for the program. Do either of those count towards a future Olympic birth or a future <laughs> World Cup birth? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I think that qualifying is all separate, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um, right. yep. And what I did find out, and we'll go to Olympics later, but Olympic soccer, they play uh, a lot of like U23 teams, like 23 and under. So usually the A team doesn't go to the Olympics. So although it's great to qualify, great for the younger guys to get the experience, uh, Pulisic and those guys probably aren't missing out on too much um, exposure there. Right. Yeah, good. Well, Todd, you you, you mentioned, let's talk about the Olympics, guys. Uh, Olympics going on right now in Tokyo. Um, we're heading into second week, uh, which means attention will start turning towards uh, track and field, um, mm -hmm. and more of the outdoor activities, uh, tennis, I believe still, still to come baseball, uh, you know, getting into, into, uh, round Robin elimination. Um, uh, let's start with golf guys. Cause all four of us kind of had our ears to that. Um, the, you know, it was, um, it, it was on golf channel and they kind of showed it all, but it didn't start till six 30 or seven o'clock at night. Um, which may have ended about three o'clock in the morning. They did have rain delay in a second round. Um, but U.S. player Xander Shoffley wins his biggest tournament of his life. Uh, always kind of a cool story with his father, his mother kind of being from there and having been, you know, traveled there quite a bit. Um, the, the story, I think, of Sunday was both Xander holding on to the win and Roy Sabatini posting a 61 to go from like what he started – Three and a half hours, I think, before the leaders and thirty um, fourth. Hmm. Yeah, he started thirty fourth and quickly was on the the board in medal contention. And as the day wore on, it was pretty much is he going to win the gold or is he going to win the silver? Because you know the, no one in the in that bronze level could get to that next number. Um, and then CT Pan from Taipei uh, ends up winning the bronze, which we'll talk about in a minute. But let's start talking about um, Xander Shoffley, Bill, uh, San Diego San Diego kid. Uh, number five ranked player in the world. Um, you know, th is this the, is this the breakthrough win that he needs to finally win a major or is this, is this the tournament he'll have in place of majors from here forward? No, nah, I think he's got, I think he's got some more 
big wins in him. He's a, he's a great player, a uh, good kid. I think um, a lot of praise went to his caddy. You know, I was, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to watch as much of the golf as I think as the three of you did, but uh, his, his caddy's name is Austin, I think. And he's, uh, he's really done some great stuff to keep Xander's, you know, Xander in his head at the right time at the right place. And he knows what to say to him And his dad's his coach. I mean, think about that. I mean, that's a, that's a unique uh, team that's quite uh, quite different, generally speaking. I mean, Justin Thomas, I think, uses his dad a lot. Xander, but I can't think of many other people that uh, relied that. Furyk, maybe. Furyk, Tiger. Yeah, Furyk. Yep. So, but not a lot. Yep, it's pretty rare. Yeah, not a lot. So that that's that's a, that's a neat story. But I I think we're going to see a lot more from him. I really do. Yeah. Listen, they, he um he had the lead. He had like a three stroke lead at one point in the in the last round. Hideki, you could just tell, especially at the end. Boy, the pressure that was on him, yeah. self-imposed or from the outside, it just, I mean, he missed every single important putt. Um, the one on the par five that he hit, you know, he, he putted his eagle putt, you know, four feet past, and, or the, I guess it was his birdie putt, and then he miss, missed it, you know, to, to fall out of uh, the third spot, and then he got it back on 17 out of the bunker. But Xander's bogey, on 14, the par five from, you know, over in the literally almost out of bounds. He almost had to take an unplayable. He figured out a way to get his club up and, and make this one. And did you see him in slow motion guys? When, when his club came down, it like had a vine attached to it, you know, um, mm. he punched it out. He made bogey, but the real amazing play was on 18 when he hit it right of the bunker. I mean, now Bill, how many times have you said to yourself, just play the smart play and try and save par. And <laughs> It doesn't happen very often, right? Not but enough he last punched it out. Sorry. <laughs> got to a hundred never. I never say that. <laughs> got to 114 yards, whatever. And he knew his number. He said, you know, he talked to his caddy and you could hear the conversation. He said, so I need to bring it a little bit past the flag and then bring it back. And brought it back to a you know a three and a half foot slider, but a three and a half foot when it's for the gold medal. Um mm. a lot, a lot different. Because what was gonna happen is if he missed that putt, there was gonna be a playoff on the 18 T box for the gold. And then the bronze was going to be overplayed on number 10 wow. at the time. Mm. Like they were talking about all the strategies that was going to happen. And then he made it to win Sabatini who had been in the, you know, at the range practicing. Um, what a, what a round for him, right? Nine under par. I think uh, seven, eight, bo- eight birdies and Eagle and two bogeys. I, I think wasn't, wasn't par 71 on the court. Am I off 71. on that? Was it a par 70? Yeah, par, par 71. Yeah, 10 under. Yeah, 10 under. He's, He's 10 under. 61. Yeah, 10 under, which, which is very impressive so, for a guy that you kind of think is past his time. I, I When do you think it's happening? 10 birdies and eagle and two bogeys. Yeah, it's you know? awesome. And who know? I mean, did you know he represented the country he represented until you read it yeah. on the TV? <laughs> well, so how do you go from the country? South Africa. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Slovakia. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, so he's okay. South African. But, sure, he's part of that crew. But he, that, he, he represented Slovakia. Get out! Yeah, of he represented Slovakia. Why? Yeah. 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 You know why? Because he couldn't qualify as a South African, so he went to a country that doesn't have golfers. His wife, his <laughs> wife, his his new wife and caddy, who caddied for him, is Slovakian. So That's why he did it then. He ended up as a Slovakian. Guaranteed qualify because try to get past Ustazen and uh, help me out here, Ben Rosen and all Brandon those Grace and yeah. Zuden Hoyt. Yeah, there's no way he would have got he would have qualified. For Ernie Els for crying out loud. Then he gets a, a silver out of it. Wow. A couple things. Hold on, real quick, now. Yeah, go ahead, now. Go ahead. Let me let me ask you guys a question. And I enjoyed watching it. I watched it every night. 
The golf course was beautiful. It's sort of like Augusta of Japan. It was a beautiful golf course. But should golf, tennis, baseball, hockey be in the Olympics? Sure. I'm going to go with no. Hmm. If, I, just, if, I, I think if, there's got to be some Shockley, sort of a team element. They need to add I, some I sort think, of a team aspect. I think, I think the Olympics needs to be about the gold medal is the pinnacle of your sport. If you get a gold medal in the, in the 500 and the 50 free and the 100-meter dash, that is the pinnacle of your sport. Xander Shopley just won the gold medal, and he deserved it, and he played great. He didn't beat a stellar field. And I think if you asked him today, if you had a choice between that and a major, he'd pick a major because the major is what's going to solidify him. Now, maybe the Olympics will become that, but yeah. the majors are what's going to solidify him. And what the, the tennis guy, what's the guy he was Joker, going for? Djokovic, the but, but Mel, there, there are back, he backed out of a, a mixed doubles. Yeah. Right, he just left the woman. Like, no, forget it. We're going to force because he was injured. He was yeah, injured. He was hurt. Right? Yeah, and, and he's right. a he's a poor sport. <laughs> he right. lost the gold, so he, just, he was he was, was butt hurt, so he yeah. backed out. Right? Yeah, Sasha yeah. beat him. The Olympics. I mean, the Olympics really need to be about like it's got to be the pinnacle of your sport, and and in golf, it just isn't. But hey, think of all the think of all the guys who opted out or were told they couldn't play. Um, because of the circumstances, right? DJ would have been there. Uh, yeah. Rom would have been there. Right. Bryson would have been there. The top well, four. DJ would have been there. He didn't qualify. Z- well, the top four would have he, been there. Right. Well, he wouldn't qualify. You can't bring everybody. He beat, he beat the field that was in front of him. No, it's not as prestigious as a major, but he'll always have that gold medal, right? But there's only uh, there's only one there's Olympic only two gold living medal people that have it. For every Just 16, Rose and him, right? For every 16 majors, there's one Olympic gold medal. It's a very rare thing to win. Yeah. Right. Because first of all, it's only every four years. And second, you got to make the team. And third, you got to freaking win. I think we're, I think you got to put a lot more on that. I think it's a, there were 60 players in that field. I think it's a cool thing. Yeah. Because winning, winning a tournament is not easy. I'm not diminishing it. I just don't think it should be in the Olympics. And I don't think, Uh I don't think other tennis should be in the Olympics. Uh, It's a good argument, Mal. But, but, you know, using your, you're the best in the world, I mean, if the U.S. basketball team goes on to win, the basketball they shouldn't be in the Olympics gold medal. Yeah, they shouldn't be yeah. in the Olympics either. They really oh, should. Wow, you're you're taking it all away. So no baseball, no softball. Ooh. All right, it's all right. shot put, shot put, triple jump, or nothing. No they, bust, right? I, yeah, discus. When I was thinking, when I was thinking about this today, <laughs> I took my phone and I and I and I and I took a picture of the the QR code where NBC tells you all of you get the full schedule right on your phone. Yeah, which is pretty right. cool. Right, golf was on the golf channel and was on late at night. Basketball has not been in prime time. Mike Tirico's not showing any of those sports that we're talking about in prime time. They're showing the true Olympic sports in prime. Well, they're time. live. That's because yeah, because those games are played at no, night, which not, is really in the morning. Because they've, they've showed they've shown uh, gymnastics every day at night, and it's all everything you see happened the, the morning before. Right, I watched. I watched it all live on Peacock, right? right. So there was a way to watch the gymnastics but live. What I'm saying is, no, my, my point, Bill, you might have missed it. My point was <laughs> NBC is not putting any of that on 
in prime time. Because they're going for the Olympic viewer. They're not going for the basketball viewer. They're going for yeah. the exactly. viewer. No, I totally yeah. get exactly. it. Totally. And, and the ratings no. are horrible. Look, yeah. the, the, uh, the, 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 the prime are. event of every summer Olympic is women's gymnastics, without a doubt. It's the one that drives up that entire first week. You throw swimming in there. And on guess top what? It became that. political. <laughs> Swimming's right behind it because because the U.S. Well, those are two and, events. And track US, and field. The U.S. dominated. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the more the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> Make track it, and field's fun to watch. You know, women's volleyball, the beach volleyball, indoor volleyball. Um, there are some sports here that you really handball has been fun to watch. I, I didn't know what handball was. It has been right? great to watch. Time handball is awesome. curling is curling of the Summer Olympics. It's awesome. No, it's like basketball meets. Hockey, no, that's what I mean. Soccer. It's just some it's goofy dodgeball. ass sport like that you watch yeah. once every four years. Curling. Oh, I'll and handball. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, swimming, uh, the U S team has been pretty impressive in the pool. Dominant. Um, Dominant. should I say, when I say the team, should I say the Florida Gators? Um, okay, whatever. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they say, if you just took the Florida Gators so pedals, maybe like is, in is Katie Ledecky a Gator. Uh, she's not, but she's, oh, from okay. the Caleb Dressel must be, cause he's from Florida. She, she probably couldn't, she probably couldn't get yeah, into Florida. Dressel probably, and Fink is the other guy. Fink. Um, what's his name? Uh, yeah. Fink, Fink, the guy that won the, uh, 1500. And the eight hundred. Imagine, imagine fifteen thousand meter, whatever. Imagine swimming for it's like fifteen minutes. About a mile. And then the the last lap you do is your fastest lap. It's just yeah. insane. It is crazy. That was one of the most, the, one of the greatest feats, right? Just that single isolated last lap. I mean, he was what fourth was going in the lap, and he closed it. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, pretty impressive. And uh, gymnastics, obviously, big story. Uh, I believe I saw that Simone Biles is going to be doing the vault, no. not the vault, the balance uh, beam, balance beam, balance beam tomorrow. Yeah. Right Individually. About, uh, anytime now it's 10 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. So she's coming up soon. Okay. So, um, you know, she wins, she's a hero. She doesn't win. She's still There's, a hero. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Still a hero, oh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, metal count right now, USA 64, China 62. Uh, Russian Olympic Committee is how they're. Oh, that's uh, what ROC is. Wow, that's okay. what ROC is. Yes, because uh, they can't compete as a country because they cheat. But but we'll take the individual athletes. I guess they're clean. <laughs> Let's put them in the. Put them, but interesting them. that USA USA is um, not winning the uh, gold medal race right no, China, now. China is. China's but yeah. but um, that could change obviously with track and field because yeah. track and field and you know they. They've won a lot of the uh, badminton and ping pong and um, diving, things like that, and so divers, <clears throat> diving. A lot yeah, of so you're not you're not going to see them. You're not going to see them compete much on the uh, track. Um, what are you saying? I'm just saying they're not very good. <laughs> <Just track kidding. laughs> yeah. Jenny's in the background. She just says, "What what, what is he saying?" That's what she said. <laughs> it, Bill, I'll tell you what, for, for five bucks, I'll take oh, no. us and you take China on the track and we'll just see 10 um, foot pole bills. Look, I, I know. So there's, I know we know Missy, ben, Missy is listening to this, Sean, right? She's hoping we talk about the Olympics this week. So we are. So shout out to Missy. Yep. Shout uh, out to I Missy. Wanna, very proud of her. She's in, in remission correct. right now. Doing great. Yep. Doing great. And came back at a super hundred percent uh, on her PET scan. Right. Yep. So beautiful. Super proud um, of her. Yeah. So a lot I of Olympic talk. I'll ask you a question. The uh, 
Do any of you, are any of you old enough to remember the great games that McDonald's used to play during the Olympics every four years? Yes. Yes. It, it, there was nothing better than getting one of those cards, opening it up, and it was like men's hundred meter butterfly. You're like, yes, this is going to be at least a gold and a silver. That's a that's a Big Mac and fries. <laughs> right. It was so fun. I mean, you you made bug, a ton of food off of the. I mean, I'm sure McDonald's made a lot of money, but uh, yeah, yeah, th- those games were awesome. So. You know, we get times you went extra, Bill. You went like two times extra a week to get that one free Big Mac. So, oh my yeah. god, it was so cool! It was <laughs> so they were doing. McDonald's I wasn't paying for it. Right? I wasn't paying for it. <laughs> you, oh, you would like, like if you saw someone like left their cup on the table and it hadn't oh. been peeled off, you'd like grab their cup. And oh yeah, French fry wrappers. That's and... awesome. It was just so awesome yeah. to. Uh... Anyway, bring it back, McDonald's. That's all I'm saying. Bring it back. Okay. All right. Let's um. Let's talk baseball. Hey, guess what, Sean? I got to I got to stop you. I got to stop yep. you. You're missing a big one. You're, you're missing a big one. Uh-oh. Uh oh. US, US women's US soccer women's team. Soccer team Ooh, yes. lost to Canada, and Ooh. now they'll be playing for bronze medal. So nobody uh, worse for the women to lose to than Canada is my guess. They haven't. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's our new cat playing baseball. <laughs> cat just went across <laughs> the camp. It's exactly what's guess. going on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's right. awesome. sorry about that. So um, she's awesome, by the way. I've never. <laughs> I can Is go. her name Cat um, Stevens? He's uh, <laughs> a good dog. Uh, Wheeze, Wheezy. Wheezy, Wheezy. Because we thought it was George. It was a boy. And uh, <laughs> they took the girl. And so we're like, George and Wheezy. So she's Wheezy. It was almost girl George. I I, I lobbied hard for that one. But anyway, um, Mal and I think, I think we text a little back and forth. Our women's soccer team is long in the tooth. Not compared to us in age, but in soccer age. Ah. And I I think they fell into the trap of a really good team, um, kind of like the Celtics in the uh, in the uh, what is it eighties that they just rode, perish and bird until they're dinosaurs. Um, anyway, we're playing for bronze. Um, we'll see what happens. But Canada has not beaten uh, the U.S. in twenty years, two thousand and one. Wow! And we really U.S. had a really bad tournament. Um, we only outscored one op- opponent in all the games we played. Uh, yeah. We won, we won one in penalty kicks and we lost two. Right. So tough tournament um, for the women, but uh, hopefully they get the bronze and, and they, and they uh, rebound and, and come back strong, but ha- had to uh, note it. They've been dominant for so long. So it was shocking for them not to at least make the uh, gold medal game. A little, little rebuilding in order is what it sounds like. Right. New coach, yeah, it's yeah. tough. A lot. I mean, Carly Lloyd's thirty nine. How old is Megan Rapinoe? I'm just thinking all those players. Megan Rapinoe is thirty six, thirty seven. Alex Morgan has to be, you know, in her early thirties. Yeah. Um, yeah, just again, great talent, but um, you just we all know you can't keep up at a certain age. You kind of, you know, fall off the cliff a little bit. So anyway, we've had to chat, guys, really quick. The uh, the bronze medal in in golf came down to a seven man playoff. Um, they had to go foursome, threesome. They went by order of finish. Uh, Morikawa, um, Car- Carlos Ortiz, uh, Mito Patera from uh, Chile. Uh, you had CT Pan, you had Hideki, Paul Casey, Rory McElroy. Um, and Hideki and Casey went out on the first hole. Um, that 18th hole was just I don't know if you guys were watching, but that 18th hole was really a hard fairway to hit. Um, and it was just, uh, so CT Pan wins on the fourth playoff hole, uh, makes his par putt to beat Colin Morikawa. Um, 
So kind of fun. Uh, let's talk baseball. Uh, Bill, Anthony, a good week last week uh, for your Rays. Uh, they now lead the American League East uh, with the White Sox in Houston leading the other divisions. And over in the West, uh, the Mets lead the East, Todd, uh, by three and a half and four. And uh, Milwaukee, San Francisco up. Um, you know, if you look at the numbers, Todd, your Braves are going to have to win the East. There's no way that they're going to make up 14 games on – I think they're 13 back of the Padres right now mm. who are four back of the the Giants. So mm. um, the, there's two there's two teams coming out of the NL West uh, yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, Potentially three. Yeah, Anthony, like, Bill, your, 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 your take on that, what Tampa Bay is doing right now. Well, tonight they're not doing anything right, but <laughs> – <laughs> last, last, tonight. last I looked, they were down five zip. Waka had got rocked in the third. But um, oh, is that I like that? Pull, pull that back up, Todd, for those that are not. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is that a, uh, don't, call <laughs> don't call it Atlanta. Um, the yeah, look, they had a great. They, they had six games against the Yankees and the Red Sox. They went four and two. Uh, fortunately, you know, they um, swept the Red Sox, so that's what put them a game and a half up after uh, Sunday's action. So. But boy, you think about what what the how, how the Braves are talking about smoke and mirrors, right? Because Glass now looks like he's headed towards Tommy John surgery. That's what they're saying. Snell's not there. Morton got traded. Um, Rich Hill just got traded. I mean, they they name three starting pitchers. Name two starting pitchers that are playing right now for the for the for the Rays. It's is hard David to do. Price still with them, Bill? I don't no, think he's so, right? he's you know not not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a no. minute. I mean, Michael Walker, good, good. Maybe they play great defense. Yeah, they manufacture but, runs. Yeah, they're plus one twelve. I mean, I think yeah. they're like second or third yeah. in the American League and third or fourth plus minus in in Major League Baseball. Yeah, rough stat, rough right stats now. for a post post All Star game though. They lead the league in errors. 13, right. wow. 13 errors, which is kind of weird. That's not them. They have two tonight, you know, leading to this yep. mess they're in. It's uh, currently 6-2 Seattle, and Seattle swept the Rays in Seattle the last time they played them. So Seattle's they got built them. naive baseball fan question here, uh, and I'm asking this because I don't – so mm-hmm. at the in the World Series last year, COVID World Series, mm-hmm. um, your your manager gets kind of ripped for pulling out Blake Snell, I believe, yep. in, in the game. And yep. but Blake Snell is not with you guys anymore. Where's he at and how's he doing this year? He's with San Diego and not as close to as good as he was last year. <laughs> so okay. He's definitely struggling, but they uh, traded him San Diego. Okay. I was yep. just thinking, like, he was the stud last year, and I, I, I don't think I've heard of his name. I think, I think the guy they got back, though, is, is Luis Perino, right, Anthony? I think. And he pitched yes. a great game his last game out. So he's a young 20-year-old, 21-year-old pitcher who's going to be great. And the Rays, you know, look, their front office, there's, you can't knock what they do well, and that is – just find a lot of good young talent, whether it's developed through the farm system or they pick them up when they trade off a guy who's ready for his big contract and they just can't Who afford it. Who have they here. traded? Yeah. Think, especially pitching. Think yeah. about oh, Snell, Price. Who have, they, who have they traded that's turned out to still be good? Nobody. Well, it's so funny you say that because I heard, I heard some, it was, maybe I read it somewhere or listened to a sportscaster say if you're a major league baseball team, and the Rays are trying to take, trying to trade you a pitcher, run away. Okay. And if they walk into your <laughs> pitchers, funny. do not trade them because the, the Rays know something <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to pitchers. Yeah, don't take their pitchers and don't give them yours. So that's funny. pretty pretty cool. That's good. Um, anything else in, in Major League Baseball, guys? That you've seen any any 
Now, Interesting. I have to get my, my perfunctory Yankee comment. And as much as, I mean, I, they have the easiest remaining schedule in Major League Baseball. Mm. And they just picked up some left-handed power. They play the Red Sox and Rays for 10 games, and the, the rest of their schedule is filled with Kansas City, Minnesota. They have 10 games with Baltimore. They've set themselves up, and a lot of them are home games. They have Seattle at home. They have they don't play very many good teams coming down the stretch, and they have a pretty good shot at making the playoffs despite how bad they've been playing. They may have the weakest schedule of anybody that's in mildly in contention right now. Yeah, Todd. Oh, um, hold on. Perfunctory carried out <laughs> of effort good word, or reflection. Right? Okay, man, I had to look that up. Uh, I'm still still baffled how you just pulled that out. That's brilliant. Um, Sorry about that. No, no, you're good, man. I, I get smarter hanging out with you. Um, so the Braves were very active in the trade deadline. Um, but uh, who knows if it's going to work. So I'm, I'm glad they're not just punting. But being as bad as they are, they're only three and a half out from the Mets. Uh, Darnode's coming back. Um, yeah, pitching's been solid. The bullpen, you know, got a little reinforcement with Rodriguez. So I'm not giving up. Um, but, yes, I agree they have to win the East. Um, so, but I will say this. It's been like 20-some-odd games. The Braves have not had back-to-back wins in like 22, 23 games. So they're literally win-loss, 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 loss, loss, win, loss, win, loss. And it's a, it's a record. So if they can somehow rate the ship in this last, what, 55 games and, and get hot at the right time, um, they may see some playoff baseball. Hey, two months. It's doable. Yeah. Yep. We're on a baseball left. Pump yep. the brakes. Perfunctory. Right. Yeah, perfunctory pale ale. That'd be a good name for beer. <laughs> Ooh, it's I like o- it. It's O R Y, I think, not A R Y. And NBA, a lot of uh, a lot of movement today in the free agent signing. Bill, I see that Chris Paul signed a four-year deal for to play with Phoenix. Not sure if he's got four years left in him, but I don't think he um, does. I don't think he does. That's probably the biggest uh, biggest move was Kyle Lowry goes from the Raptors to the Heat. It looks like they're going to resign Jimmy Butler. What do they pay uh, him? So do you he, know? Do you know what his salary did? Because he was looking for a lot of money, like 25, 30, 35 a year kind of money. Yeah, it was a lot. I, I, I didn't see the see. It's the, it's the breaking news headline on ESPN right now. Wow. Um, hey, speaking of big contracts, you can't move Ben Simmons, right? Oof. He's staying Sixers, it looks like. And he's got a lot of money coming his way hey, the next year. Number one overall draft pick. That's It's a great move. You got to keep him. He's going to make him the 30 millions the next three, four years, five wow. years. Yeah. You can't and can't you can't shoot a free throw. Can't you can tell the ESPN yes. has, has yes. NBA because literally uh, one, two, three, four. The five top stories are are you know free agent uh, says La- Heatland Lowry uh, retained Robinson on a ninety million dollar deal. So I'm not sure. Um, wow. You know the talk is that uh, uh, who's the guy in uh, the Clippers? Um, Kawhi's he he didn't he opted Kawhi's, out of the yeah, contract, but they're gonna he's he's gonna opt out and resign. They yeah, say right? yeah, opt out and resign. Yeah. Um, uh, one more like thing, the, guys. Um, they stay healthy. You, you gotta like the Clippers next year out of the West. You know, I don't know. We'll see. One we'll of your see. favorite things um, to finish up before we go around the horn. One of your favorite things. Oh no! You will be able to hear your favorite SEC 
SEC in Norman and Austin coming in 2025. That's right, boys. Texas and Oklahoma. 2025. Dude, that's four years from now. Who plans out something four years from now? I'm just hoping Boy, Anthony's got two new knees four years from now, it, let alone it, the it might happen. It might happen sooner because the Big 12 may just implode and say, we're going to start trying to find vagabond deals anywhere we can. Yeah. Um, it's going to be the Pac-20. Uh, the Pac-20? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. So Texas and, and Oklahoma, uh, their, wow. their Board of Regents uh, voted unanimously wow. to – leave and head to the SEC. How do you feel um, about that? I mean, do you care if, you know, more teams come in like that? When Texas A&M and Missouri came in, were you like, oh, really? I mean, really? Because yeah. those two schools, no. you're like, really? At least when the conference, you know, you, you know, you played against the best. So yeah, it's a yeah. challenge. I think, I think, you know, interesting talk on the Pat Dooley podcast, Todd, that I've been listening to when there's a good, a good guest, because uh, he gets mm-hmm. a lot of the Gator greats. Um, he and, and Matt Baker, who writes for the Tampa Trib. Um, kind of covers the, the three big schools in Florida, uh, Florida, Florida State, and Miami, um, talking about when when they come in, they'll probably go to a pod uh, format, uh, like a, like NFL, yeah. where they'll they'll play their their three, you know, pod mates, and then they'll play two others on a rotating basis, and then perhaps a third random one uh, mm-hmm. to round out the schedule. So you left out. You know, they were you talking, out you know, Nash, past national champion University of Central Florida. When you were talking about yeah. the schools in Florida, mythical, you left mythical. that out. Um, Undefeated. I talked about the three big schools, not big based on attendance, based on commuter attendance, <laughs> based on so sports yeah, Sean, history. Real, yeah, I have mixed emotions because uh, you like tradition, but um, you know, very cool. I guess that two big clubs are, are want to come into the SEC. Rumor is now that Clemson and Florida State are petitioning to get in the SEC. Um, so where is it going to end? Right. Um, but it always goes, it, 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 it reverts back to what I always say. Um, especially I feel living here in Georgia, UGA fans, super passionate, but it's like win or bust or we're the most miserable people on the planet. And I'm always like, it's hard to be the only one to win. Right. So there's gotta be a balance now with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, it's going to be even more challenging than the SEC. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting, and interesting, right. Interesting thing they brought up is winning the all sports trophy, right? When you look top to bottom across all the things, you know, Florida used to have a Florida's up there. Stanford usually up there, right? Yeah. yeah, But, but, you know, this year, uh, Texas A&M won it. Um, you know, LSU strong, you know, it's, it's a wealth of riches, you know, in, in all sports, but clearly, clearly football and baseball's right there and women's softball. And so, in that, will one of the pods actually be Texas, Oklahoma, A and M, and Missouri? It, uh, it probably has to be geographically because because yeah. there there's no way that Florida would allow Georgia not to be in their pod. Right. Um, it's probably Tennessee, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, it'd probably Kentucky, Tennessee. Well, I guess, although yeah. although South Carolina would geographically make sense, oh, South Carolina yeah. is probably going to have to go to that alternate. I mean, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee. Would be pretty uh, strong. Tennessee's gonna be with Vanderbilt, I imagine, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Missouri. You know, yeah. The two Mississippis. Interesting. Yeah. Alabama, Auburn's gonna have to stay together. And and the two Mississippis, maybe. Uh, have to stay, yeah, yeah, maybe with Alabama and Auburn. Jeez. Oof. Arkansas back playing against Texas A and M and and um, Oklahoma. Texas so yeah. Alabama. I'll be called the SWAC conference. Yes, <laughs> the SWAC pod. <laughs> well, by the way, Bill, your your new favorite college football team has to be LSU. They have a ninety-seven percent football team vaccination rate right now. So that's wow. your wow. 
and your team for 2021. And more importantly than their vaccination rate, they're right across the street from the original Raising Cane's restaurant. So yes. that's way more important than the Vax. So and I, I saw go. Roger Goodell came out pretty strong on the NFL saying if a team has to forfeit or if, it, if a oh. player is out, they, they lose their game check as well. Good. Why right. not? They already yep. said if they if they they're going to take a forfeit, right? If they have to, if the team can't play and it can't be rescheduled. Yes. There were two, two things. Ultimately, the team that forced the problem just takes a forfeit. Uh, they when do you have to game. activate your 53-man roster? Because you could wait probably until right, Friday and Saturday. They have 100 players. They can only activate 53, yeah. right? So I don't see a lot of forfeits unless it's a yeah, you're probably right. major wave, right? All right, guys. Good, good chat with for not a lot of sports going on. You didn't bring up like the opening of a of a training camp for the NFL. You know, we just kind of Thursday night. Hall of Fame is on Thursday. Yeah, yeah already. Is it really? Yes. Dallas Pittsburgh, right? Am I right? Yeah, no. I think you are. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. there's a game this Thursday, and then preseason officially uh, kicks off Thursday week with a full slate of, of preseason games. Yeah. Um, I think twelve. I think. I think we should have a stare down fantasy league with the five of us and we'll invite, invite in four of us, excuse me. And we'll invite in six listeners. Well, I mean, Bill Mal's life is see, He doesn't need a fantasy league. I mean, well, he's already is- in four. I just wanted to make yeah. it five. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I got a call today from Doyle Roush, our, one of our uh, Ohio state BCS. Uh, Frisbee catching saying, dog. Doyle? Maybe we need to do a, uh, we'll do a uh, college football preseason show. We'll oh, bring boy. in people from the Big Ten. Todd and I can represent the SEC. Well, I'll we'll be. I think I'll be off. I'll be off that night. I, I, I'm not sure we'll what day. I'm sure I have some plans. Sam DeBoard. Sam DeBoard can represent the Pac-12. Yeah, he Arizona can represent States, USC and Washington, Bill, where he went so to school. Good. Scott Euler, AAC, and uh, find someone mm-hmm. from the uh, and mm-hmm. Ryan Bowcross, uh, the Astros, just to have him. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah. By the way, I keep I keep sending a message saying you keep reminding us of Drumgate. I would have forgotten it by yeah. now. You you bring it up every day. Right? By the way, he did call. He did send a question into Joe Rand, and Joe knew about Ryan and the Astros somehow. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> self promotion? Yes, it goes well. <laughs> That's funny. All right, hey, let's go around the horn now. What do you got coming up this week? Couple of days August, of work, maybe August. It is. Ooh. It's August. Couple of days of work and then getting on a plane for the first time in a while, going up to Connecticut on Thursday. Uh, be there through next uh, next week. We have uh, my cousin's memorial golf tournament on the ninth, uh, so we're uh, going to get the final piece, which sold out. We have a nice turnout come Monday the ninth. Uh, going to spend uh, Friday with a bunch of my college buddies. We have a a friend of ours, Tommy Davidson, is not doing real well. So there's about 15 of us getting together and rallying around Tommy for the day. I'm just going to tell some stories and have a few good laughs. I'm looking forward to seeing those guys. I haven't seen them in a long time, all of us together. So that'll be kind of nice. And uh, just going to spend the weekend in, uh, in New England, hanging out with family and celebrating the life of a good man. Yeah. Hopefully you guys have good weather and a great time. And uh Will you see your 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 rascal friend you talk about on Lost Lyrics? What's his name? Vinny Del Pino or uh, <laughs> what's uh, Louis Severino? <laughs> Louis Severino is he is he German seen, metal? Is he German? I haven't seen Louis Severino since grammar school. <laughs> he, doesn't he pitch okay. for the Yankees? The Yankees have a pitcher a named Czech, Louis right? Severino. Oh. 
Luis Severino's the guy, Bill, that when when um, um, the, the Carpenters. Carpenters came to play, uh, they were they had just won some sort of college uh, talent show. Yeah, sure. They came, they're from New Haven. Oh, and Richard they came to Saint, Yeah, I know them well. Yeah, Aaron and Richard Carpenter are from yeah. New Haven on Hall Street, and St. Bernadette's School is about a half a mile from Hall Street. And when uh-huh. they won that tournament, they came to our school and they plugged in the organ and Richard had the drums and they were playing. Uh, Karen had the drums and Richard was, and they were playing right in our, in our cafeteria slash gym slash lunchroom slash everything. There was that all purpose room and Louis Severino and I are sitting in the chair and the plug is in the, the, the little copper plate right in between us. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Louis and Louis looked at me and he said, what the hell? And we unplugged it. And so they were like, Bang it. All you heard was bang. It went from on top of the world to <laughs> everything went silent except for the drums. The nuns went bananas on us. It was terrible, but that was, no, but I won't, see, I won't see Louie this weekend, Sean. All right. All right. All right. Todd, how about you, bud? So actually uh, hitting the road for, gosh, is it the third week in a row? I think it is. So um, hotel stays, uh, at least every week, every other week are becoming the norm more and more. Um, so I will say this, uh, we live in a country where there's choice, right? So when it comes to the vaccine, make your choice, talk to a doctor. Don't make your choice based on social media or, or what you're reading, right? Circle of influence, circle, circle of control. Um, so I'm hoping everyone um, um, continues. There's, there's a rise in uh, getting the vaccine. And I'm selfish because, um, one, uh, Jenny's a pharmacist and getting her ass just absolutely walloped right now, as I'm sure doctors and nurses and hospitals are. So I'm hoping for the uh, uh, that to subside. But also, even more selfishly, we have a trip planned for Key West uh, uh, later in August. We would hope that that stays open. Um, and equally important, more important, different importance, uh, I want to go see Scott graduate uh, boot camp come mm. September. So, uh, right now, nothing looks to be shut down. I'm not trying to sound the alarm, but uh, I get waves of, of, of panic saying, gosh, I, I really hope uh, uh, everyone does the right thing and uh, contributes to the health and well-being of society as a greater whole. There it is. I'm off my soapbox, Sean. I just had to say it. So uh, hope, hope to uh, enjoy the week and looking forward to um, football coming back uh, Hall of Fame game on Thursday. I'll be watching for probably 10 minutes and I'll get bored, but at least. <laughs> perfect. Yep. Hey, Bill, how about you, bud? Uh, first off, Anthony, uh, um, you were going to send a link to the uh, to the Hartford paper, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, or New Haven. Or Hartford, yeah. So he'll send it to all three of us. That'd be great. So yeah. is there any, uh, it's about his, uh, is there any um, donations we can make to support any type of charity? Let us know. There actually is a, a link in, in the, there, what I'm about to send. But yeah, it might be in the article there. Thank yeah. you for reminding me, Bill. Um, I mean, I have to read an article? Ugh. Yeah, it's a good That's article, good. though. It's, it's about mouse. Okay, good. Yeah, so, uh, okay, good. Um, good, good. I, uh, let's see. I have a pod, uh, Real Estate Sessions Rewind coming out tomorrow with Lauren Walker of Inman News, who is, uh, at the time, uh, she might have been with Inman when I recorded this episode, but she's she's a fantastic copywriter. I have a... I have the, mo- the most respect, all the respect, all the love go to copywriters. People who can write something and compel you to act 
is very cool. Very cool. So um, I love that. And then this Saturday, I head out to uh, Austin, Texas, um, because on Sunday, the Remax Broker Owners Conference begins. So I'll be there for uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, flying home Wednesday uh, to uh, for the first live event conference with Rate My Agent. Um, Justin Holman's going to join us. I think you know him, Sean, and, and Mal knows him. And um, Warren Gunter, who's one of our sales reps in California, is coming with us. And uh, Molly and I, and we've got a lot of meetings scheduled, a lot of um, big broker owners. You know, we're trying to get with Gary Ashton. That might not happen. <laughs> Brad Whitehouse out of Denver uh, has a huge operation. So that's exciting news because we're partners with Remax. It's one of our one of our gets in the last couple months. So wow. that's that's my week. I mean- have you been to Austin before, Bill? That's my first trip to Austin, believe it or not. I've been to San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, El Paso. Never been to Austin, so I'm excited about that. Do you that. know what the uh, city slogan is? Um, let's see. It is stay weird or something like that, or Austin's keep, weird. Keep Austin weird. weird. Yeah. Keep Austin so weird. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, anxious to talk to you next week. Uh, maybe we do this show on next Wednesday when you're back. But I'm, I'm anxious to see what your impression of the city is, because I heard yeah. people People love it's it. But beautiful, Bill. You're going to love it. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, you know, the Hill Country, I've heard all about it. Um, I've heard some people claim it's like, um, except for the ocean, there's San Diego and Austin are just taught, like geographically feel the same, if that makes sense. Just hilly mm-hmm. and trees and yeah. all that stuff. So it'll be fun. Well, it looks beautiful or, when they or, have the, uh, the Dell Championships. <laughs> the what? Oh, when they have the what championship? The Dell Championships, the match play. Oh yeah, there, yeah. You've got the course with the, oh, with yeah. the bridge going across, and, yep. and the, the the houses up on the hills, and yeah. Yep. So yep. it's going to be exciting. Cool. Great exciting music in, in Austin. Great yep. restaurants, barbecue. Great, yep. great barbecue. Go to the back raising bridge. Is raising canes in Austin? I don't know. <laughs> Just, I There's a them. place called the Bat Bridge. Okay. Every night. Thousands of bats and people come and watch them. They just oh, I've fly seen out that. I've seen that on like bridge the towers. News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's fascinating no. to watch. I'm excited. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna have a good time. Cool. Are you going with Cindy or just you? Business trip? Uh, just just business, just me. So gotcha. Go get them. Have fun. All right, Sean. Um, guys, I got another busy day tomorrow. Uh, doing a lot of coaching. Uh, meeting with um, a new listing client and I've talked to our buddy, Jeff Lobb. We're going to do a video for our appearance coming up in Northwest Arkansas in November. So do a little promo video for that. And then guys, I'm, and then I'm, you know, kind of hitting the, the pause button on real estate. Um, Wednesday morning early, I fly to Oklahoma city, bringing mm-hmm. my golf clubs, going to play around a golf with Ryan on Wednesday afternoon. He finishes up his internship on Thursday. And then we load the car and start driving back East for him to be home for a couple of days, dentist appointment, haircut, and then won't be long guys, but we take him down to school uh, next Thursday uh, to move wow. into his, into his apartment for his, for his sophomore year. So uh, the first of, I think I counted 20 trips between now and Christmas. So uh, Todd, I echo your sentiment, get vaccinated, wear your masks in public uh, places where it's required and try and stay, stay healthy. So uh, I got Mississippi or I got Oklahoma, Oklahoma city, then Starkville, then Montana, back to back to back. Um, and then I, and then I hit the uh, speaking circuit with Florida and Georgia, and, um, you know, quite a few. So it'll be fun. And, uh, we'll be excited to, to 
hit hit baseball season, hit college football and pro football start, and uh, everything else that comes our way, um, including the Ryder Cup, guys. Olympics mm-hmm. is done now. Now all eyes going to turn to the Ryder Cup. So we'll we'll talk about that as we get closer. But on behalf of Anthony, Todd, and Bill, big shout out to our friend Missy, and uh, thanks for listening to the Stare Down.